All right, all right, all <laughs> no, right. Don't do that. <laughs> Come on now. Don't, Come don't, on, it's fun. No. You can try it. If you don't want. do that. You can try it. I'm not gonna. I saw that movie. What? <laughs> Hello, I saw that movie. <laughs> what? What is happening? Hey, this is I saw that movie. There I'm CB. Hey, and this is Mark. And I'm I'm going to talk over you. Hi, Mark. <laughs> Hello. I used to work in a video store, and he lives in one. Thanks for talking over me again. Yeah, it's fun. All right. All right. <laughs> Mark is going to talk about a movie. I don't have any clue what it is. <laughs> but you know, because it's on the you know, it's listed on the <laughs> podcast. It's in the title. It's in the title of the in podcast. The title of the podcast. But I have no idea what what movie we're going to talk about, Mark. There it is. So whenever I'm trying to figure out something to talk about for the show. <laughs> I just kind of think like, you know, what's a person we haven't talked about? We did Junior with Schwarzenegger. So I'm like, I want to watch True Lies, but what would be the point? Because I already did my Arnold Schwarzenegger impression, and it's not going to be funny his second time around. It probably wasn't funny the first time. No. Yeah. And then you're like, does this movie have an orangutan in it? We should totally do this well, one. Yeah. Orangutan movies are the best. Monkeys are funny. I watched those Planet of the Apes movies, the new ones, recently. Speaking of monkey movies, you brought it up. so. <laughs> and they're bad. They're bad movies. What? Yeah. The, the, the one with, Yeah, the one with Franco. Those are good. No. They're bad. <laughs> they're really fucking boring. No, no, no. Yum, yum, yum. Do you like any of the Planet of the Apes movies? Uh, I've never seen the originals. Sacrilege. I mean, I know the ending, so it's kind of like it's spoiled for me. Spoiler alert. Heston standing on the beach. It's a planet of yeah, You blew it up. You know, whatever he says. You damn dirty I, <laughs> 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 <sighs> this, nah. <laughs> Trojan <laughs> Heston. Yeah. 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 Pretty great. Mm. <laughs> uh. <laughs> You'll have to pry it out of my cold, dead hands, you dirty apes. Like, Ooh. <sighs> so He's dead. Yeah. Just they, so everyone knows. Yes, he's gone. Fuck him, he's dead. Just like a lot of those people, they'll be dead soon. Yeah. What is, uh, what's the, what monkey movie are we talking about? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not talking about any <laughs> monkey movie. I just started talking about Planet of the Apes because I'm an idiot. Like, <laughs> my attention span's all fucked up. <laughs> but anyway, as I was saying... Did a Schwarzenegger, did a Travolta, you know, that kind of shit. DeVito. Uh, <laughs> did a DeVito. The other day I thought we haven't done a movie by legendary author Stephen King. Ooh, Stephen King. Haven't done a Stephen King movie yet. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and All winners, are... those Stephen <laughs> King movies. <laughs> 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 oh, if only that was true. All wieners, those guys. Oh, God. Especially the made-for-TV ones. Those. those might be some of the better ones, honestly. I well, mean, the Shining with the dude from Wings. Rose Red. <laughs> I, don't, I never saw Rose Red. I've seen uh, the TV version of Carrie. Salem's Law was a TV movie. Yes, it was. And it was all right. Probably, probably his best. It's, it's, it's Joey Hooper. It's yeah, Joey yeah, Hooper. yeah, yeah, yeah. Stephen King movie. There's Ooh. a there's a lot of them too. I mean, there he, is. I have a whole section in you know my in, movie emporium in here. Video. 
that yeah, there's I have probably fucking forty Stephen King movies. Yeah, there's got to be yeah. Anyway, Stephen King movie. So I I looked at my uh, plethora of Stephen King films. Okay. And I thought, which one of these would be good to talk about? And I thought, why not talk about the one and only one that Stephen King actually directed as well? (laughs) Which, from the look on your face, you know, is a little film called Maximum Overdrive. (laughs) I think he was really high. Oh, yeah, he's admitted that he was on a boatload of cocaine during during this movie like they brought they brought a speedboat full of cocaine up to him and he was just like all right let's make a movie about some wild ass trucks (laughs) man maximum overdrive i i'm gonna put this out there right now i don't think it's that bad of a movie (laughs) i think it's all right a lot of people are uh gonna disagree Present company included. I would say 95% of people are going to disagree. <laughs> Stephen King will not agree with that. He will say, Mark, you're an idiot. But I, I thought, especially the first, we'll get into it, the first 15, 20 minutes of it, the whole setup is fantastic. So it starts out with a shot of Earth just sitting out there in the solar system doing what Earth does. And some words come up on the screen to explain that the planet is caught in the tail end of some comet, and it'll remain in the tail of that comet for eight days. Rhea M. Rogue Comet. Yep. Yep. There it is. Rhea Perlman M. Uh, sure. Rogue Comet. We'll call it Rhea Perlman. Yeah. And, and some green mist fades in around the shot of Earth. There's drawing of Earth. <laughs> some green mist in. Drawing. Yeah, just drawing. And, uh, you know, you really get the sensation, oh, Earth is in the tail end of a comet. Because look at that green mist. So we go, and we're in Wilmington, North Carolina, which I assume is just as bad as Wilmington, Delaware. No offense to either of these Wilmingtons, but you both suck. So there's a bank sign. We see a bank sign, and it starts flashing, fuck you, instead of the weather and time. Which is funny. That's funny. (laughs) It's funny. And next, director admitted coke fiend uh, at the time, Stephen King. He walks up to the the ATM at the bank and he inserts his card and the screen reads, You are an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. (laughs) Equally funny. Okay. And then he calls his wife over and he has this fucking shitty southern accent and he goes, This machine just called me an asshole. <laughs> fucking credits roll. <laughs> ACDC plays. Oh, yeah. Because ACDC, ACDC is the entire soundtrack of the whole fucking movie. Stephen King was like, Give me ACDC. So we get some shots of cars and trucks passing over a drawbridge. <laughs> Why do I say draw? Drawer? Drawer. You said uh, drawing. Yeah, I know. Earlier. Why do I? Have I always said it like that? I think you have. Draw. I think it's how a, do you, it's how a, do you say, a draw? Say the word to me. Draw. Draw. Mm. Draw. Draw. You're going. You're putting emphasis. Dr- I'm putting. I'm putting emphasis on the wrong. On the R. Syllables or letters like I draw. always do. Draw. Draw. Draw? Draw. Is everyone thrilled with this conversation? 
Anyway, let's talk about a movie. It's one of those bridges that goes like this. It goes up so chips can pass through. Drawbridge. There it is. It's one of those. So there's these two idiot drawbridge <laughs> operators, and they're not paying attention, and the bridge starts operating itself. And it goes up with cars sitting on it, and the cars start sliding around. And this woman, this woman crashes through a windshield like, like real hard. horrible it's shit. Just yeah. like really fucking ridiculous. And this guy on a motorcycle, he falls off backwards and falls into the fucking. He falls off the fucking bridge. There's a truck that's caught in the middle, and it loses its, its axle and then plummets down in the water. Ah, oh, God, and more people are flying through windshields, and a watermelon truck overturns, and watermelons are rolling all over the fucking place. And everybody's, like, stepping in the watermelon, and a slip sliding around. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the cars are all smashing into each other, and people are dying, and... It's it's, it's like really a, funny. It's like a cacophony of <laughs> of just blood and, yeah. and comedy. It's like a yeah. weird mix of like, chaos. You're like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be laughing or being horrified by this. Yeah, like, oh man, that woman really went hard through that fucking windshield, windshield but yeah. it looks so funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you know, what we need here watermelons. Yeah. So next, we get the first shot of the main antagonist of the movie. It's a big rig that has this green goblin face on the front of it. Uh, and the truck, it pulls into a truck stop. Driver gets out, tells the attendant to to give it the once over. And truck driver goes inside. Inside the truck stop, it's diner. The waitress is complaining that the radio has stopped working. And uh, <laughs> she says, I can't get Pete Turkey on this thing. Oh, yeah. Whatever the fuck that means. He does that, though. Stephen King always puts some weird... Yeah, he really does, doesn't he? <laughs> There's always some weird slang that doesn't exist. There's a exist slang that doesn't exist, in, yeah. In in humanity. And he, like, like, it's, uh, he makes it like, oh, it's a colloquialism, like, yeah. a local thing, but like it's just some kind of random nope. bullshit. Pete Turkey, not a thing. So then we get to meet the cook, Emilio Estevez. Estevez. Here he is. Here he is. So we cut to the arcade. And there's a black gentleman hanging out in the arcade, and he's watching. <laughs> he's watching the fucking pinball machine freak out, and he and he looks at it and he goes, "Yo, mama." Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so fucking bad. Yo, mama. Was this the Coke machine thing where the Coke machine shot cans out? No, that's coming up. Sorry. Oh, so back at the truck, the gas pump starts acting weird, and the dumb fucking idiot pumping the gas, he turns the pump around to, like, look down into the nozzle. Are you saying that's not what you do? No, I wouldn't expect you to ever look down a gas nozzle. But I mean, what if you want to see what's in there? I would assume no one would want to see what's inside the <laughs> gas pump nozzle. I would hope. And of course, it spits fucking gas right in his eyes. <laughs> He's like, oh my eyes. And throughout, every time something bad happens, this loud fucking, like, gung, 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 gung. every fucking time. It's so fucking good. Oh. So the truck stop attendants, they tell uh, their boss 
and he he has this crazy fucking southern accent and he tells the guys just to wash the guys the guy with the gas in his eyes like he's like wash his fucking eyes out and get a move on now sonny boy you know he's dressed like boss hog from (laughs) dukes of hazard uh and you know he's busy at this point talking to emilio estevez and we find out emilio is uh some kind of convict and the boss is saying you're going to work more hours than I'm going to pay you for, uh, or I'm going to send you back to jail. Yeah. And this is how I run my truck stop diner with prison <laughs> help. This is how I got all of this. Uh, so back in the kitchen, an electric knife attacks the waitress. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> it's, it's sawn into her arm. And when they run up, Emilio, he beats it with a hammer, and <laughs> the waitress says, it turned itself on and it bit me. <laughs> uh, so back in the arcade, the gentleman that was there, he's uh, inexplicably drawn to an arcade machine. And when he touches it, it electrocutes him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now he's dead. <laughs> Did he smoke? Did he have smoke? Come I, I assume he had smoke. Yeah, coming. I yeah. don't remember, but I'm just, yeah. I assume that smoke coming out of his eyes. It's a, and ears. It's a choice. Yeah. It's a choice. Emilio, he goes to take a look. He sees these machines just going hog wild, and uh, he sees that this guy has been zapped. Cut to a Little League game, (laughs) and this is where shit gets real fun. (laughs) Everyone's having... Most of this movie is like... Three fourths of the movie is just like montage of people. <laughs> like the first twenty minutes is just fucking. There's just chaos, absolute nonsense. Just stuff happening on different it, levels, and then it settles like, down. Yeah, but yeah. right now we're in like the best part. <laughs> so we're at the little league game. Everyone's having a nice time. Coach says he's going to get the winning team some sodas, and he goes to the machine, and it just starts fucking winging cans out at him, and the first one. Hits him in the dick, and he bent, you know, ugh, goes down to his knees. He bends over. And uh, the next one hits him straight in the chest, and he's like, ow! And then one hits him right in the fucking face. <laughs> and, like, and, like, chips off a part of his skull. Like, yeah. You know, and leaves, like, this big fucking dent in his head. Right. And he's on the ground. Ugh. Oh, God. And one of the kids is like, what the hell? And the machine just starts winging cans out of these kids while they're running away. And there's just a shot of the kids running away and cans flying Fly into out. the shot. So you know there's just a PA on the other side of the camera literally throwing fucking cans of soda at a bunch of kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's so good. So one dumbass kid, he approaches the machine. He takes the look at the coach, and we see there's this bloody dent in the coach's yeah, head. Yeah, it's literally like taking off a piece. Like you can yeah, see it's like, it's like a ring and like a dent in it. It's fucking head. disgusting. Uh, and then the, the machine, of course, starts winging cans again. Right. And the kid throws on his catcher's mask. And, che- and you know, checks, checks on the coach. But he's just like, I got to get out of here and beats it. <laughs> and then... <laughs> In the best part of the movie, the best thing that happens is he sees one of his fucking friends get run over by a steamroller. By a steamroller. <laughs> the steamroller comes it's out. Like, on, and it like smears. Uh, yeah. 
oh god the kid's on like a bike and he fucking falls over or something and the kid is like look out and the steamroller just crushes the shit out of this kid and you're like god damn Stephen King man he went all the way he crushed a fucking child with a steamroller <laughs> what in the fucking world so at that point you can just turn the movie off you're not gonna be running a kid over with a steamroller I'm, I'm noticing a lot of the similarities between this and like the happening where don't talk about the happening come on, come on. that is a shit movie but like man. but like the first 20 minutes 50 minutes people no. start getting killed you're like they oh. start killing themselves yeah, yeah i guess it's you're like oh okay until they're on the on the bus and he looks at the iphone and the guy's like feeding himself to a tiger and then you're like just turn it off right yeah, now. you're like okay i've had it just enough. get up and walk out so next we catch up with some creep guy who's giving a young lady hitchhiker a ride down a deserted highway uh, and they're listening to a radio broadcast that tells them to get away from the highway. And Hitchhiker Lady, she tells Creep Old Man, pull into this truck stop. And then uh, forcibly grabs the wheel, you know, because he's been creeping on her, like grabbing her leg and shit. And the Creep Man, he starts yelling at her. And they get out of the car. The guy's still yelling at her when Goblin Truck, that's still sitting there, it starts up, it tries to run them both down, and that's that scene. No child gets run over by a steamroller in that scene. You know the movie is going downhill. <laughs> <laughs> it's taking a turn. <laughs> oh, so then we join a married couple. You know, we're setting up all the characters. I don't know who the guy was. The woman is the lady that does the voice of Lisa Simpson. Oh, Yardley Smith. Yardley Smith, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. So every time she speaks, it's just Lisa's voice. It's Lisa's voice. <laughs> you're like, ah, what? Uh, they pull into the gas station, find a mangled corpse. <laughs> the guy, whose name is actually Curtis, looks around the place. Uh, he sees a tow truck driving around, but doesn't notice that no one is actually driving the tow truck. Right. And that the front of the tow truck is covered in blood. And the truck tries to run him over, but he jumps out of the way and the truck crashes. Once again, no child gets run over by a steamroller. What is happening in this movie? Where is all the fucking steamrollers? <laughs> Stephen King, what are you doing? Shot his wad early with the steamroller. He really kid. did. He really did. That should have been the climax. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should have been run over. Or by maybe it shouldn't have been in the film. Yeah, I'm not sure. But either one. <laughs> no. Back at the truck stop, the the owner and one of the flunky attendants talk about. The dead guy in the arcade. Is it Pat Hingle? It is Pat Hingle. The, uh, the old school actor mm-hmm. who plays the head of the uh, arcade. Yeah, the owner of the... Gas station arcade. Emilio goes outside and he's checking on Goblin Truck. And he he gets inside and he finds uh, Jack in the Box just sitting there. And it like pops out. <laughs> that's, that's all that's in there. Because it's a toy truck. Why the truck driver brought one toy inside... Maybe it didn't fit. Maybe the back was full of jack-in-the-boxes, and he just couldn't fit that one and brought it in. Maybe he was lonely on the road. I don't know. Right. Maybe this scene should have had a child get run over by a steamroller. So Emilio gets out. He goes around back to check whatever out, and he gets surprised by a lady hitchhiker. She tells him uh, that he's cute for some reason, just kind (laughs) of out of the blue, like, you're cute. Maybe we could have a kid and he could get run over by a steamroller. (laughs) 
And then they're both like, oh, there aren't any cars on the highway. That's strange. It's awfully quiet. And uh, we find out that the lady hitchhiker, her name is Brett. 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 And another scene goes by. And more children live. (laughs) So the catcher, he is riding his bike down the road. And there's a radio broadcast talking about, you know, machines are going on a homicidal rampage. Catcher, he's riding down the road. He sees a bunch of dead bodies sitting around a dead dog. (laughs) Another dead dog. (laughs) We're establishing a theme here. Yeah. I only watch movies with dead dogs from here on. (laughs) Marley and me. Old yeller. Uh, But anyway, the kid, he sees these dead bodies. He sees this dead dog. He's pretty unaffected by it. (laughs) He's just like... I just saw my friend get run over by a steamroller. <laughs> there's a shot of like a house and there's a dead body like hanging out a broken window. <laughs> and the kid just kind of looks up at it and he's like, man, that's something. What's it, Tuesday? Ah, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, that's the Hendersons. They're always dying and falling out the window. Then he uh, ends up running away from an unmanned, blood covered ice cream truck. <laughs> and he hides in the bushes of some house. And there's a bloody lawnmower in the yard. Uh, And he gets up, gets on his bike, and then the bloody lawnmower, of course, starts chasing him. But he doesn't get run over by a steamroller, so the scene kind of falls flat. (laughs) Flat. The scene is a failure because there's no (laughs) The scene falls flat like that child that got (laughs) run over by a steamroller earlier in the film. Uh. (laughs) So we go back to the diner. The creepy guy is trying to sell Bibles. Gas eyes. He wants to leave because he wants to go find his boy. His boy is the catcher. Gas eyes. His sperm made the catcher boy. That's the... I got it. <laughs> <That's> the... <laughs> it's his father. <laughs> it's his father. He's the father. I got it. He's got to find his boy. Boss man tells gas eyes uh, if he leaves... He's out of a job, and Gas Eyes was like, fuck you, you fat fuck. (laughs) He calls him a fat fuck. That's funny, you know? That one doesn't get around uh, enough. That one doesn't get used enough. Yeah, you know, you don't hear you fat fuck enough in daily life. You also don't see enough children get run over by steamrollers, but... So, a uh, truck starts up as Gas Eyes is walking to his car, and everyone just watches as this thing just fucking runs him right runs the fuck right over. over. And then it runs directly into Creep Guy's car, and Creep Guy runs outside <laughs> yelling at the truck, flips the truck off. Uh, then Goblin Truck starts up and backs into him, knocking Creep Guy out of his shoes. He flies out of his shoes <laughs> and lands in a ditch. <laughs> Literally, he got he got air on that, right? It's like, yeah. like, <laughs> it's like his shoes fly off and he's like, mm, and lands in the ditch. <laughs> and then Stephen King made some hell of a good choices in this movie. He did. I mean, he doesn't like this movie. I don't know why. I would be very proud of this film. Online, this movie's like a favorite. People are all about it. Yeah. It's nonsense. And so, yeah, truck knocks him into the ditch. The two trucks just casually go back. They just park. Next, inside, the dickhead owner, he's on the horn trying to raise somebody. 
you know, like he gets no answer. I guess thinking about this, like the trucks go nuts, but the people's cars that they drive, they never do really? anything weird. The cars don't go crazy? No, unless I'm remembering it wrong. But I, you know, they drive cars to the places that they're going and then they get there and their cars just sit there and they're just cars. I don't know. Well, I remember your Lee Smith. The Lisa voice lady, mm-hmm. she, her and her husband got in a car, right, and tried to drive yeah. away. Yeah. So a couple of the guys, they go outside to get Gas Eyes' corpse while Brett changes out of her clothes because the creep guy touched her when she was wearing the clothes, and now he's dead, and she finds that even more creepy. That man touched me wearing these clothes, and now he's dead. Because everybody has a really bad southern accent. How many of Stephen King's stories take place not in Maine? <laughs> this one. This <laughs> <laughs> And The Shining. <laughs> I mean, The Shining, I think, starts in I Maine. I think it starts in Maine, yeah. and they drive out to the hotel. I mean, dude lives in Maine. He likes Maine. But, like, all all of his stories take place in Maine, but this one is in... Wilmington, North Carolina. Wilmington, North Carolina. Most of them, Maine. Or like the New England area. So outside, all the trucks, they start up and they blare their horns. And then they start driving around just crashing into things. And then they form a convoy and they drive, they just drive in circles around the truck stop. And, you know, they're following Goblin Truck. Because Goblin Truck is the leader, I guess. Back with Lisa Simpson and Curtis, they see a bunch of tractor trailers Oh, yeah, they haven't gotten to the truck stop yet at this point. They had stopped at a gas station and gotten terrorized by a tow truck, but then they jumped back in their car and they're driving. Drove up, yeah, okay. And this is what we were just talking about. Their car seems to work normally. Uh, It's not trying to eat them with its seats or anything or flying itself off the road. Like, when things like this happen in movies, I'm like, did they just not care or am I being too picky? I think that he didn't give a shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like there's a few things where, like, in my mind, yeah. a little further down the in the film, like, there are things that are like, wait, why isn't... Yeah. Why isn't that thing going nuts? Right. So they're driving, and they see on the opposite side of the highway all these tractor trailers just going. And then uh, a tractor trailer pulls up in front of them and starts chasing. There's a chase. And he tries to run them off the road before Curtis tricks the truck into driving itself off a cliff yeah and we get our first truck explosion and at that point they see a sign for the truck stop where everyone else is at and off they go they head there yeah so back at the truck stop convoy circling curtis and lisa simpson they're staring at the trucks going a circle curtis he sees a gap he's like i'm gonna gonna, i'm gonna gun it through that gap he goes to do it a truck clips the back of his clips car. Back. Fucking car flips over. Emilio and Brett, they run out to help. As they're running back to the diner, a truck, of course, starts chasing them. <laughs> For some reason, at this point, the owner, he has a rocket launcher. He does. <laughs> we just turn around, and there he is with a fucking rocket launcher. And he's got, like, a cigar stick. Yeah, he's, ah, he's like this dumb fucking gas fucking jockey that's hanging out there. He's like, give me a rocket, boy. And they load a fucking rocket in the rocket launcher. He fires at the truck. Truck explosion number two. He fires another rocket. Third truck explosion. 
Uh, and Emilio Estevez walks up and he's like, uh, where did you get this rocket launcher? You know, a logical, normal thing anyone would ask. And then uh, Gas Jockey, he starts saying something about there's a bunch of stuff in the basement and the boss cuts him off. And he looks at Emilio Estevez and goes, I found it in my Christmas stocking. And Emilio is just like, sure, great. And they all go back inside. The convoy keeps circling. And this viewer starts losing hope that I'll see another child get run over by a steamroller. <laughs> so what is stopping the trucks from running through the... Absolutely nothing. That's what I thought. Yeah. See, that's, <laughs> that's another one of those things where you're like, is this just bad or am I being picky? Because, of course, the trucks could just run in the building, but that'd be the end of the movie. Right. Just run so everybody over. you just got to, like, kind of, is this suspension of disbelief at this point? <laughs> yes. Is it double suspension of disbelief? Because I have to spend my disbelief to believe that trucks would come alive and drive around, but then I have to also suspend my disbelief that the trucks wouldn't just run into the building and run everyone down. There's that. <sighs> Maybe this movie's not as good as I think it is. Anyway, Brett and Emilio, they're talking. She tells Emilio, I'm hitching the Florida. And, and she says uh, that's what she was doing before the machines went into maximum overdrive. Boom. Drop. Got it! And put it right in there for you. Check. Uh, <laughs> Check, please. So then she starts crying, and Amelia's like, can I give you a hug? And that's when we notice that she is about a foot taller than him. <laughs> what is what is the function of her character? I don't, just I I honestly I don't know. I mean I'm just gonna I mean I'm so, I I guess I'm a I'm a sports board here. I'm, I'm I just like trying to figure it out in my brain. In my brain, she's Amelia's love interest. Okay. So we get back with the catcher, and, <laughs> and he's getting chased by a goddamn plane now. It's like crop duster chasing him around. <laughs> like he's in fucking North by Northwest. <laughs> but he manages to get away from the plane. And then we're back at the fucking diner uh, in the bathroom. Emilio is in there. The dingbat gas jockey is in there as well. Emilio asks him what kind of firepower the boss is hiding. You know, while he's he's pissing in a urinal and... Jockey is uh, taking a shit. And so Emilio props himself up and looks over the stall. He's like, hey, guy. He takes a peek at him. Hey. Uh, and, they're, and they just have a conversation. And the guy's not like, hey, man, I'm trying to take a shit here. Because you're not like creep on me. They, they think it's an absolutely normal thing to do. The attendant tells Emilio that the boss has everything. And then finally is like, all right, dude, I'm taking a shit. So... Back to Brett and Emilio. Uh, they go down to the basement and they find the weapons stash, which they could have just done. They right, they could have <laughs> just went down there. He before. didn't need to. He didn't need to uh, be a peeping tom. Well, I mean, Emilio Estevez <laughs> worked there for a while, and yeah. he never noticed that this dude had an arsenal. Yeah, never went down in the basement, not once. Not know? to get any tomatoes. Not to get one of those giant jars of mayonnaise. That they have sure. at restaurants. Just so everyone knows, at restaurants, your mayonnaise comes out of a giant jug that's just been sitting out somewhere <laughs> for God knows how long. So that's why you get sick. The br- the boss, he comes down. He tells Brett, 
that Emilio is a criminal. And then he again threatens to send Emilio back to jail. (laughs) And Emilio (laughs) picks up a machine gun and tells the boss to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Then the boss (laughs) looks at him and he says, your ass is grass and runs away. And I'm going to mow it. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, he leaves. Emilio tells Brett all about his criminal past, and she's like, I don't care. I don't care about that. Emilio. She's like, I don't care about your backstory. Yeah. I don't have a backstory. Yeah. I'm mean, in this movie. <laughs> Back to the catcher. He gets to the truck stop, and he sees the convoy, and he's like, eh, I think I'm do fucked. We, do we have a sex scene in here? It is literally the next scene. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. So the next scene, it's post, post-coital. Bliss. They're, they're laying in bed or whatever, on the floor in the arsenal. I don't know. And Brett says, You sure make love like a hero. Ugh. (laughs) I'm making a frown face right now, for those of you who can't see me. So, at this point, night has fallen, and the green glow is now in the sky. Aurora Borealis, I guess. Not really. (laughs) It's in the sky. Brett starts talking about how she thinks it's the comet's fault that all machines are going crazy. And she says, we just need to stay alive for the next seven days. And I assume that she read all this in the prologue. She was watching it. She's like, oh. That's what's going to happen. Okay. Okay. I'll let Emilio know when I find him. Emilio tells her about uh, some island somewhere where vehicles aren't allowed. Mm. (laughs) Brett, of course, is like, Emilio, you're a genius. You make love like a hero. Like a hero. Like a hero. Uh, Not like a sandwich. (laughs) You make love like a hoagie. (laughs) That's what she meant. (laughs) You make love like a sub sandwich. (laughs) That's what what she meant by hero. Okay. You make love like a grinder, (laughs) which is a heated submarine sandwich. We're in, so in, uh... You make love like a hot brown. (laughs) (laughs) So in in New Orleans, what is the the vernacular for... You make love like a (laughs) po'boy. There we go. Is that that what we call them in New Orleans, po'boys? Yes. Is that a submarine You make love like a sweet, sweet mufalata sandwich. See where I'm from, like there's a there's an argument about whether you call it a hoagie or a sub, and I'm like I hate them, so I don't call them anything. I call them something I don't eat because it's like lunch meat. You don't eat bread. You get it? I eat, I eat bread now. I didn't used to eat bread, but I eat bread now. And but like still lunch meat, like it's cold and slimy. It's a sandwich. Like, That's what sandwiches are. <laughs> <laughs> so Brett is stoked about the idea. Of going to this island, even though they're sitting in a diner that has food and shelter, uh, and they've already established that they can just, you know, sit and wait it out. She's still like, let's try for this island thing. Oh, so back upstairs, the jukebox blows up, because why wouldn't it? <laughs> well, it is a machine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It makes sense. Why the cars aren't blowing up, I don't know. Waitress runs outside, and she just starts screaming at the truck. You can't! We made you! And and she's jumping up and down like a fucking fool. And uh, Emilio runs out, and he drags she's, her. She's drunk, right? Probably. Okay. I hope. 
Emilio drags her inside as a truck tries to run her down. And then the trucks all blare their horns and the power goes out in the diner. Time for a good power outage. But you don't have to have a child get run over by a steamroller at the end of every scene, apparently. How does it... Can someone make a fan edit where at the end of every scene it's just a shot of the kid getting run over? <laughs> How does Emilio Estevez know about this uh, this island? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't think... Okay. He's just like, ah, uh, there's an island. <laughs> they don't get into it. Okay. Maybe they do. And I just missed it. Who knows? Yeah, so... My next note says everyone is sitting around drinking. So, yeah, she must have been drunk. Right at this point, they hear screaming from outside, and it turns out that creep guy who got fired out of his shoes earlier, he's not actually dead. He's just hurt, and he's in the ditch. So Emilio's like, I think there's a way that we can go get him. But before we get to that, we go back to the catcher. He's found a drainage pipe that goes under the highway. He crawls through that while the trucks are roaring overhead. And then back with Emilio, uh, he has an idea that the truck stop has uh, a pipe that leads over to the ditch. You know, we've seen, right, the same pipe. seen the child crawling through the pipe. Emilio has the same idea at the same exact time about the pipe. Uh, <laughs> and the boss, <laughs> the boss says, you boys is as crazy as two rats in a plugged up shit house. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Stephen King. Thank you. Uh, and then Emilio calls the boss a fuckhead. <laughs> <laughs> Which, another another term that doesn't get used enough. Fuckhead. Fuckhead. Fat fuck. Yeah. You know, both these things. Classics. Bring them back. Uh, Emilio and Curtis, they go to the showers that they have at truck stops. They pull up a manhole cover <laughs> while for for those about to rock plays loudly <laughs> while they're pulling up the fucking manhole cover. And I have no idea why. I don't know. Because I was about to rock. Because he can. Because he can have that song. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and they climb down and they crawl through a sewer pipe, which I assume this is where... Stephen King had the idea for the end of Shawshank. So Emilio gets some pissy shit water in his mouth and his <laughs> eyes. So this is, yeah. Well, as, he's, as he's crawling through, he like slips and gets I wonder some, how this pays off. It's pissy shit water in his mouth and eyes. It pays off with him having the entire alphabet of hepatitis, I assume. Oh, <laughs> he's got hepatitis alphabet. <laughs> a, a through Z. The whole run. A through Z. All of them. And that's that's the end of that scene. Great. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just, that's it. Oh, me little guy shit and piss in his mouth and ice. See ya. Let's go see what the catcher's Were, up to. Was Dirty Deeds playing? It should have been. Stephen King, you made a mistake. For those about the rock, not the right choice. Dirty Deeds, that's the one. So, back with the catcher. He makes it through the drainage pipe. It's a different drainage pipe, by the way. The one that he's going through. It's a different one? It's one that goes under the highway, and he ends up in the ditch with creep guy oh <laughs> and the creep guy says to the kid he's like if you don't help me i'm gonna kill you <laughs> like fucking tells the kid he's gonna kill him and he's like you're already dead yeah he's creep like guy. where are your shoes and emilio and curtis show up show up as the kid is calling out for help because creep guy is like grabbing his ankle like a fucking zombie in the mud 
And uh, this is where Creep Guy finally passes on. Rest in peace, Creep Guy. And then a truck tries to run all of them over. Over. (laughs) And they get back in the shit pipe, and they make it back to the showers. And the kid's like, is is my dad gas eyes? Is he okay, Emilio? And Emilio just kind of looks at him and is like, I'm not going to get into this with you, pal. And they go outside. They see a truck. Emilio pulls out the rocket launcher, blows up another truck. Fourth truck explosion. If they have so many fucking rockets, why haven't they just blown up all these trucks? (laughs) They keep blowing them up one by one. You know, throughout the movie, why not, you know, blow them all up right away and then do whatever the fuck you want. Go to your island. Am I thinking too much about the movie again? I don't know. I'm, I don't I, know. I'm, I'm doing the same. I'm like, what about this? I mean, they could at least say we only have a few rockets. We only then, have a few left. And then you could be like, well, that makes sense. I remember them celebrating. It was a real, like, kind of like America kind of moment. Yeah. Whenever they would blow up a, whenever they, <laughs> yeah. whenever they blow up a truck, it would cut to like yeah. everyone who was left holding a beer, like yeah. yeah. They'd all they'd all jump in the air, and there'd be a freeze frame of them all jumping. Yeah. Um, and then across the screen in big letters, it would say America. Nothing wrong with that. So back in back inside, the owner. <laughs> The owner says to the kid, your dad got squished. <laughs> and Emilio is like, yeah, he he did. And the kid is like, man, I'm bummed. So everybody goes to bed, I assume, because the net, you know, cuts to the next day. Next day. Everyone's asleep. Kid is hanging out, blowing bubbles. Uh, not a care or a dead dad in the world. Just blowing <laughs> bubbles. Convoy. The kid is fucked up. The kids, the kid should be canatonic by this point. Yeah, he uh, he saw his coach's head split fucking straight open. He saw one of his friends run over. Just in case nobody has heard, a child got run over by a steamroller at the beginning of the movie, just in case you missed that. So he's seen that. He's seen all kinds of shit. But, you know, we wake up in the morning, and the kid's just having some bubbles, just, just blowing them. So we look outside the convoy, uh, suddenly halts, and the kid goes to find Emilio, his new dad, I guess. Yeah. And a bulldozer <laughs> comes up, and an army jeep with a Gatlin gun on the back. They both ride up. <laughs> so, <laughs> the next shot is just like a couple of swinging doors, you know, to a back room, and one of the fucking dickhead attendants throws the doors open and the glass breaks in fucking windows and he just goes what the fuck is going on (laughs) 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 and it literally just hard cuts right after that just Uh, so the bulldozer is outside and it shoves the owner's car through a wall in the diner, and that really just cheeses off the owner. You know, he's, he's ruining his property. He's got dude. a cigarette and a cigar, and and he goes to get the rocket launcher, and he blows up the bulldozer. This rocket launcher, because he's got a he's got plenty. Yeah, he's got plenty of rockets. <laughs> he's fucking loaded up with rockets in the back room. He bought them from uh, a cartel, I assume. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Dixie Mafia, my yeah, friend. You ever just, heard of them? 
I don't know. I've never been in a gun store. I don't know if you can buy a rocket launcher. I assume you can't, but I who knows? <laughs> I'm sure there are people that will argue that you should be able to own a rocket launcher. America. Uh, this reminds me that yesterday I was in this dump restaurant in Montlake Terrace here. Uh, Sorry. One of the suburbs of Seattle. And uh, the table next to us, there was this guy. He was wearing a shirt on the back it had two check boxes and check box one was gun owner and that one was checked and then check box two was victim and then underneath it said americans should have the right to choose so you can either be a gun owner <laughs> or a victim there's no other thing that you can in his pick. world you, in your world in his in, world if you don't have a gun then then you're, you are a victim you're a victim mount lake terrace mount lake terrace Oh, so he fires off a fucking rocket at the bulldozer, and then the gun on the back of the army jeep starts firing, and just shoots the shit out of the diner, kills the boss. Oh, no. That guy's finally dead. Yep. And several other characters get shot up. (laughs) (laughs) Litters the whole front of the the diner. Bunch of characters that have done jack shit. The well, there's just movie. like people hanging out in the yeah, diner. They're just sitting around. So a bunch of them get killed right now. The waitress, once again, freaking out. She picks up the fucking rocket launcher. She goes outside. She starts screaming at the trucks again. And uh, she gets shot by the gun. And as she's getting shot, she fires off the fucking rocket launcher again. Right. And it blows up another truck. Truck explosion number five. Five. They're getting, they're just doing them, doing them up. The truck budget on this movie. Outlandish. (laughs) Insane, really. Well, everything they didn't have to spend on the ACDC budget. Yep. Went to the trucks. It went to trucks or ACDC. And rockets. And a little bit to Emilio. Estevez. Because Emilio is, you know, it's a respectable name. Was he big then? I mean, he's pretty. I mean, there's like, there's a bunch of like, oh, I know that actor in this film. Mm-hmm. Pat Hingle's in this. Yeah. Uh, Estevez is probably mm-hmm. the biggest actor. Yeah. Most certainly. So, so the. <laughs> this movie. Oh, the, the little Jeep with the gun on it starts beeping. Beep, 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 beep. And it turns out that it's beeping Morse code. And the, the kid. Gas Eyes' kid, the catcher, he's the one that realizes this. And he's like, I know Morse code. I have a merit badge in Morse it's code. It's really good that the kid's here. Yeah. Kid's there. I mean, he's the smartest one. <laughs> <laughs> he's seen it he's all. He's also the most damaged. So he translates the message that the thing is beeping. Beep, 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 beep. Beeping at him. Uh, the gun car is telling them that they need fuel. And they need to feed the trucks the fuel. Or gun truck is going to kill them. It's truck food. It's um, the fuel. If they feed the trucks the fuel, then they won't get killed. They'll let them be. Hmm. And the power comes back on. Just as like a sign of good faith, little I guess. A little taste. A little you taste know, of what to I'll come. G- I'll give you the, the power back. Mm-hmm. You feed us the give gas. Give us some truck food. The trucks. We need some truck food. And Emilio, of course, is like, tight. Let's fucking gas these trucks up and get them the fuck out of here. Brett, on the other hand, first spat of their young relationship she's like i don't think this is a good idea and still no real reason for her to be there <laughs> no she's just blending in with the wallpaper one of the, one of the many <laughs> characters that are hanging out in the diner could have done the same anyway yeah. mm-hmm. just saying so in like a really like odd leap of thinking emilio says to her if he doesn't feed the trucks 
then the trucks are going to call in some napalm and nuke them. Really? That's what Emilio believes. He just made that jump. <laughs> He's just like, they're going to nuke us if we don't feed them, so we better feed them. And everybody's like, all right. So Emilio goes out and he tells Goblin Truck. He walks out to the truck. He walks out there. And he walks like, out and he gets in the truck's ear. <laughs> he says, he says, all right, Goblin Truck, the main line is open and I got the best shit on the East Coast. Because <laughs> heroin. Yeah, he's giving them a little, a little bit little, of heroin. Little, little nod. Uh, and then he calls the truck Fuckface. Another one that doesn't get used enough. <laughs> Fuckface, fuckhead, fat fuck. Stephen King likes to curse. He loves it. He loves to curse just He's, as much as me. He especially likes it when little kids curse. Nah. Yeah, yeah. that's his favorite. That's the best. Uh, so next we get a gas pumping montage. What's the song? I don't I don't know. Some ACDC song. Oh, I have it written down. Hell's Bells. Hell's Bells. <laughs> Yep, hell's bells. I'm really glad you wrote that down. (laughs) Trucks roll in, get gas pumped, and the trucks, they just keep coming. They're hungry for that good-ass diesel. Truck food. And there's a shot, like, down the highway of all these trucks lined up to come get the diesel. So eventually the station runs out of gas, and the angry trucks start honking. (laughs) And Amelia's like, what the fuck do you want? We're out of gas. And uh, a truck pulls up and starts bumping bumping Emilio. Emilio's talking shit at the truck, and it's like bumping him in the chest, and he's like, fuck you. I'll fight you. I'll fight anything. I'm Emilio Estevez. Martin Sheen is my dad. Charlie Sheen's my brother. He'll fight anything, too. So, (laughs) I'm out of control. Uh, It turns out that the truck that he's bumping chests with is a gas truck that has come along to refill the tanks. Wow. Of course. Mind blown. And Emilio begrudgingly does what the truck wants, and he's he's worn out, and he goes inside to lay down, and he starts rambling about... <laughs> he starts rambling at Brett, and he's some analogy about brooms that, like, I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. It's really, I don't know. Who cares? So then immediately the next scene, Emilio is back up and ready to go. It's later, but he's just like, there's nothing in between. There's no padding. It's just like, he's going to sleep. Now he's up. He blows up the gun car with a grenade. Why they didn't just do this hours ago. <laughs> so he goes from pumping the gas uh-huh. to, is there a turn in there where he's like, okay, we're just going to try to kill these trucks? Uh, <laughs> He, or does he just like... He goes to sleep and he gets up and he's like, I got a grenade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about this grenade. I, I forgot. I got all these grenades. I put them in the fucking... I had an egg carton. In the, and in the I kitchen. put a bunch of grenades in the egg carton. And I just remembered that I have a bunch of grenades yep. instead of eggs. Because I tried to make an omelet and it blew up. None of that happened. It would have been great if that happened. And if another kid got run over by a steamroller True. at any point. So he blows up the gun car with a grenade, uh, and then the whole gang goes down manhole in the basement that leads to the other side of the, the highway, uh, suspecting that something is amiss. The trucks uh, start plowing into the building, finally. Which they could have done. Which they could have done the entire right. days ago. And more ACDC blares as all this is happening. And these wild-ass trucks, man, they destroy the place while the gang looks on from uh, across the highway. Right. And then the gas station blows up for some reason, and a truck blows up with it. Sixth 
truck explosion. It happens. So the gang, they're sneaking along the side of the highway, and they're trying to make it to the marina so they can go to this island that has no technology. Right. <laughs> they stop to chat by a burger lean. This is the name of a restaurant, Burger Lean. I wouldn't, I wouldn't eat there. I, <laughs> they stop by the Burger Lean, and the the drive through speaker starts yelling, Humans are here! Humans are Does here! Does it really? Yeah. Oh, God. And the kid, fucking gas-sized kid, walks over and shoots the shit out of the fucking... Yeah, he's done. Because you can either own a gun or you can be a victim. Oh, and that's this, right. This yeah. kid knows it. Yep. And uh, he's not a victim anymore. He shoots it and he says, This is for my dad, you son of a bitch. And shoots it up. And uh, then he just hands the gun over to Brett, like crying. He's finally coming to terms with the death of his father, the death of his friend who got run over by the steamroller. The whole thing, his coach getting pelted. Everybody, death. this whole everybody. His friends all getting hit yep. with soda cans. So then uh, Bloody Ice Cream Truck shows up. They shoot it. It blows up. Seven truck explosion. Seven trucks. So the gang makes it to the marina. They hop on a boat while one of them gets sidetracked, stealing a ring off a dead woman. Because at this point, rings are really... <laughs> they're in demand when the whole world is being taken over by living machines. Yes. You got to yes. be like, well, I'm going to rob somebody while I'm at it. Uh, and Goblin Truck, of it's course, Goblin Truck that, cause runs he, over and smashes the dude. Because he knew something was up, yeah. and he chased him down. Goblin Truck's like, hey... Don't steal from that dead woman. <laughs> I'm going to smash you. And Emilio Estevez, he fires a rocket and he blows up old Goblin Truck. Just eight, like that. Eight trucks. And that's number eight. And just, you know, not really too much of a thing there. Just, oh, I got one more rocket. You're gone. Blows up. Cue the ACDC. Uh, cue the ACDC. Who made who plays. And the gang sails off. Sail away. And the epilogue. Tells us that Earth... They, they sail away, so it's not a motorboat. Mm-mm. Okay. They sail away. Because I was going to ask, like, is the boat... <laughs> if it's a motorboat, what it's the not, fuck? Not a motorboat. Uh, just, a, just a sailboat. And the epilogue tells us that the Earth gets out of the tail of the comet just as predicted. And something about a Russian satellite shooting down a UFO. And I didn't really get what that was about <laughs> maybe wait I'm, a second maybe i'm missing something wait a second <clears throat> what <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know it it says you know earth gets out of the tail and then like and a russian satellite and satellite was in like quotes i think it shot down a ufo and i don't i don't know but i do know that you shook me all night long then plays and the <laughs> credits roll <laughs> I gotta work on damn you. Shook me out. And then seven or eight kids get run over by fucking steamrollers all right in a row. <laughs> how, uh, so how long was this movie? It seemed like it was really long. It seems like it's really long, but it's not. It's only an hour and a half. But oh it's my God, is it an <laughs> hour and a half. Long? It seems. <laughs> it's, it's a svelte it's, hour and a half. <laughs> it seems long. <laughs> Wow. Uh, and you own this movie. Yeah, yeah, man. It's Oof. over there in the Stephen King section. Oh, it's in the Stephen King section. With other classics like Running Man. <laughs> do you have uh, Thinner? I do. That was pretty good. No. I. You've made me want to like revisit this movie. Yeah, you should check it out. Yeah. Like, anybody who hasn't watched it in a while, go back. 
Just watch the scene where the kid gets run over. Just watch the first twenty minutes where where chaos is happening. Yeah, if the whole movie, like, if they just had scenes of this chaos happening throughout and didn't just squeeze it all into that first twenty, it would have been a hilarious movie. (laughs) (laughs) But they kind of blew their load at the beginning. And yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's what Stephen King was going for too. He wanted to make a hilarious movie. It's just like. Because he was high out of his mind. It's like, you know what's hilarious? Let's throw a bunch of cans at children. Full S- soda cans. Let's smush watermelons <laughs> with steamrollers. <laughs> Let's have a guy on a motorcycle fall off a bridge. Thank you, Stephen King. Thank you. <laughs>